Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Kia ora and hello. I've been asked to tell you about No Labels, the radio show for, by, and about people living with disabilities. The show offers interviews and news about the disability sector in Aotearoa, New Zealand. On Wellington's Access Radio 106.1 FM. Find us on Facebook or go to www.accessradio.org.nz. No labels, our voice for you on Access Radio. Bring him peace. 
Hi, and welcome to this edition of No Labels. We have three guests with us this afternoon, and we've had a great track to start the show. A show that, the, well, the song leads us into a great show that's coming to Wellington in the near, very near future. So our three, three guests are Grant, Frankie, and Sandy. Grant, can you tell us a little about yourself and a little about what that song was that we heard to start with? Oh, well, um, I am very lucky to be in the position of uh, being able to direct this production of uh, Les Miserables in Wellington. Um, it's a show that I got to do uh, in 2019 in Auckland at the Civic Theatre. And I uh, have to say, it's a show I absolutely adore. It's epic in every uh, way. It's uh, a wonderfully huge cast. It's got brilliant music. And it tells such a, um, uh, a tale of hardship and uh, I guess, uh, you know, beating the odds in all manners, but also being just a very huge, a huge true human being and um i really love those aspects of the show and i think it's something that people really identify with that are in the cast so i get to be at the, i guess the the one of the heads of the team um to bring that all together and to uh, i d help delight wellington audiences in a musical that's been here this will be the third time it's been to wellington um, but also, uh, you know, I, I think it's even more relevant today, given everything that we've gone through in the last two and three yeah. years. Thanks. And Frankie, what's what's your role with the production? Well, kia ora. Um, yes, I'm a Pōneke-based artist, um, uh, per performing in poetry and painting, but um, I'm thrilled to be in uh, part of this production of Lamers. Um I auditioned earlier in the year uh, and yeah, I'm in, so I'm in the ensemble and I'm also understudying um, Madame Tenardier. Yeah, it's a pretty special opportunity. I first saw Lamas at as a 14 year old at the Opera House and I was, that was my first experience of being utterly moved by yeah. theatre. You know, moved to tears as a 14 year old. That's probably, yeah. it just really, I just got it. Um, and even though I hadn't experienced much life at that point myself, I, I still felt um, the whole range of those feelings that those um, amazing storytellers took us on. And um, that's probably what ignited my sort of love for musical theatre, I guess. Um, and, yeah, then I went on to watch it in the West End and have travelled around and watched fellow friends, artists perform in various places in Aotearoa. So... Uh, when I heard that it was coming back to Wellington, I um, thought, well, I'm going to have to give that a go. And uh, yes, so, um, and it's actually one of the shows, it's actually a real uh, joy to be part of the ensemble uh, because we we are taking on many different characters and uh, many different stories. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's it's fun, which I guess is it should be but yeah it's um yeah it's, it's a it's a it's a real privilege to be able to be doing this in this time in the world uh you know with everything that's going on and just also some of the themes well all of the themes actually are still just um as current as ever so it's it's really really awesome to be uh sharing this experience with uh wellington audiences 
Thanks, Frankie. Sandy, so mm. what's your what's your role? Because you've just you're heading up a new organization, is that right? Yeah, so um uh, it's, I'm the founder of uh, Capital Centre Trust uh, here in Wellington and uh, we launched officially uh, June last year and so this is our first uh, full-scale musical that we are bringing to Wellington. Uh, there was basically a, a package quite relatively early, well, 2019, should we say early, three years ago, um, that there was, uh, it, I mean, Quite a lot in a period of time where there'd been no large musicals, no large scale musicals in Wellington. Um, so the the performers, audiences, mus uh, musicians, technicians, everybody who sort of loves musical theatre and wants to be involved in it hadn't had the opportunity to ply their trade or or to experience the large theatre, the the scale of these kind of productions at a local level. Um, so there was a um, a built-up need, want, desire uh, to have them back in Wellington. So um, I set up the Capital Theatre Trust and we are producing the show with um, G&T Productions uh, to bring, yeah, large-scale music theatre back to Wellington. And it's very, very exciting and, uh, yeah, we're thrilled to be to be doing that. And I also have the fabulous job of being the Assistant Director to Grant, so that's a been a great opportunity as well and um, I've worked with Grant and Terry back in 2015 so it's kind of nice to rekindle that and get back out there and, and uh, make this make this whole thing happen. And what a, what a show it will be. Um, I've seen Les Mis a few times and I think, like you Frankie, the first real musical I think I ever went to. I mean, I performed in a few at school, but it's not quite the same. Um, but I think the first one I ever really went to was in Sydney and it was um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, mm. And ever since then, I've had the real bug for music theatre, musicals and moving right through um, I've never really been a great fan of the ballet, but I've been even to a couple of those <laughs> in recent times and just just love the story that is portrayed either through dance, through song, through music. And in, in this um, season, we're having an audio described performance as well, which I think you know, for a number of our listeners, including myself, will be a great opportunity to pick up exactly what's happening where often the music or the, the the story that's being told through song isn't portraying you know all the detail that one one can see happening on stage so that will be great to to experience labors with audio description mm. grant so what other productions have you guys been involved with that, that either have had audio description or um captioning or you know, that are appealing to, you know, audiences that are diverse with, um, you know, um, disabilities? Yeah, so um, uh, in Wellington, as such, we did it with uh, Jersey Boys uh, last year, which was hugely successful at the Opera House. Um, but most of my shows that I have done have been in Auckland, and that's where I first got introduced to both audio-described and sign language performances. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, those have included uh, Lamers in Auckland, um, Phantom of the Opera, Mamma Mia, 
um, uh, uh, what else? Many more chess, uh, you name it. Uh, yeah, Jersey Boys in Auckland as well. And ever since we've been involved with them, uh, we've never looked back. I just think it's a, an integral part of um, bringing a show to the public now that we offer these options and also having experienced just the uh, the people uh, the people's faces when they come along to these performances is incredible. I, I, I still think of um, Mamma Mia, uh, for example. I always tell a lot of people the, the sign language um, one that night. Uh, I still remember watching the sign language interpreter and thinking, oh my goodness, I would have so loved to incorporate so much of that into the choreography for the show itself. Um, but there's so many aspects of that. You know, again, Mamma Mia, we had, you know, there's so many different versions of it we've done. Um, uh, we invited uh, the autism uh, group in Auckland mm -hmm. to come into a performance of Mamma Mia. And again, it's just, you know, uh, it was a final dress rehearsal and they got to experience it without the pressure of another full theatre around them. And, um, and so... Mm -hmm. You, you get those experiences and you you can't look back because we're delivering the product to so many more people um, as we should be. And Frankie, um, so I understand this is also going to have a touch tour at the beginning. Um, so have, have you experienced or been part of a touch tour before? And wonder if so, what's it like from, you know, someone in the cast perspective? Um, I have not been a part of that before, so that's really exciting to um, think that that opportunity is uh, available, um, you know, for for the audience. I mean, I just think that's incredible. I've not um, yet been in a, involved in a production that has done that. I've been involved in a production that does the sign language, which I was incredibly moved by. Um, and, yeah, but this is, this is the, I, yeah, I just think it's I really... Oh, mm. Yeah, I have to say, um, Grant here, that that, uh, that I can't wait to introduce the Wellington cast because a lot of them have not been able to be in touch tours before. And right. again, I know from my experience in Auckland, um, we always ask for volunteers. Now, a lot of the listeners on this program may not even be aware that the whole cast is Wellington-based and they will be, for a start, so proud of what these Wellington-based performers are bringing to the stage. It's incredible. And so we ask for volunteers to be involved in the touch tour, which happens pre-performance when everyone's busy. And generally we find um, with our New Zealand cast that at least 50, if not 70% of the cast and crew want to be involved in that process. It's incredible. So mm -hmm. everyone gets to introduce themselves, to bring their costume down, to show the props they're using, to take. And usually we have enough people to uh, have three cast and crew on each um, person coming to the show, giving them a really very personal tour around <laughs> our set and experience. So um, I know, um, uh, you know, like Frankie and and the cast are going to absolutely love that experience. Because yeah. it is quite yeah. um, different, isn't it, with, with touch tours? I mean, you can have someone describe, oh, you know, what a particular prop is, but sometimes if you don't really either understand actually how big it is or how heavy it is, whatever. Um, but on a touch tour, you actually get to have a better 
a three-dimensional view of what it is that, the, that some of these props are. Um, yeah, I and Frankie would probably Frankie would probably be able to talk a little bit about some of the textures and the, yeah, and exactly. the, and then the costumes. I was just going to say, it's just, you know, tactile. So many of us actually learn um, that way, even if we, you know, our senses, it's, that's one of our major senses. Mm. So I just think that that's, and I myself am a tactile learner um, and I'm drawn to that. Um, I also have a child who is um, visually impaired but has um, assistance and things. But I just think that it's just an amazing opportunity. And even myself, I you know, I can see fully and appreciate all the um, costumes with the colour and everything, but something about the texture and the weight of mm. them and also the props as well. Like some of them are authentic, you know, little dolls and mugs and then we have the uh, slightly less authentic um, that have been, you know, plastic pimped up <laughs> to look for a certain way. And I think that's really exciting. And uh, I myself have always been drawn to the whole aesthetic of theatre, the from the design to the lighting uh, and especially the props. So um, I think that's really exciting that, our, you know, our audiences, you know, can have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And I guess that's the real difference, isn't it, between live theatre and, mm. and something like, say, a movie, mm. where it is quite different. There's a real sense of feeling, a real sense of just being able to immerse yourself, you know, whether you're acting or whether you're um, in the audience and being part of what's happening on stage. Whereas with the movie, it's, you know, you get there, you get your ice cream or your popcorn or whatever, um, and... You know, you and might with the tactile ends. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's about the size of it, I think, sometimes. But it, it is great. I mean, I, I remember going to Phantom of the Opera, and um, you know, when the um, chandelier comes crashing down, I mean, you you could feel where I was sitting. You could feel the air shifting mm. as it, and it's like you wouldn't have got that in a movie. No, it's just uh, that shared experience. It's been in the room with other humans and all experiencing the story at the same time and sharing the same space of the, as the people that are telling the story. It's just remarkable. And the mu musicians, I just think there's no experience like it. And I just think it should be accessible to all. So I'm thoroughly, um, yeah, really excited. Well, I think what is interesting mm. is we started promoting the tickets um, mm. for the, especially for the audio described performance and they just went Oh, that's so cool! And, uh, um, we had, we we had to find some more to put on sale. Exactly, it's been it's been huge a huge response yeah. to it in Wellington, and and there's an appetite for it, and I couldn't be happier about that. I think yeah. that is a superb it outcome, is. both for um, the people attending, the cast and crew that are involved in it. I just think that um, that it will be a wonderful night that we have that audio described in particular. Yeah. Yes. So, so Sandy, uh, um, I hope you're taking some some note of all these wonderful things that we're saying about live theatre in Wellington, and that you know there's going to be a large group of people who are always going to be keen to come along to a performance, especially if if it has an audio description um, evening to it. Um, do you have anything? else in the pipeline that you can share with us at all that you might be thinking about coming bringing to Wellington? Uh, what I can say is that the trust um, is not here to do this one time only. We set up to basically uh, make sure that these these are recurring 
uh, experiences and opportunities for everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, we we have booked space for the next five years. So um, wow. we're we're committed to Wellington and committed to making these happen. And um, as a trust, we're definitely um, very much focused on making sure that we're accessible to as many people in our communities as we possibly can be. Um, there's obviously some um, challenges around that and yep. that sort of thing, but we are definitely committed to ensuring that um, the local uh, community theatres get to be involved and get to learn and get to take the learnings back to their societies, that um, our audiences uh, they were open to all audiences, you know, across the board, by yeah. demographic or by any other um, any other means <laughs> that we can possibly make it happen. We're definitely committed to all of that as well, because uh, we really do believe that it's a fabulous art form, and it's one that we should all have the opportunity to partake in in some way. So whether it's actually doing it or watching it um, and being involved, and um, <clears throat> we also plan on getting a uh, junior theatre program up and running over the next few years as well because basically, you know, our juniors are um, the future, whether that be as an audience member or as a performer or a musician or a technician. Um, we need to make sure that we're feeding the feeding the youth as well um, and making sure that our audiences continue to grow. And obviously um, we need to ensure that each production that we do bring um is successful uh, at every level, artistically and financially, so that we can make sure that we can fund into the future as well. Because um, they're not a cheap exercise <laughs> at all. There's a lot of money involved, um, yeah. and but we are definitely committed to to making it happen. And obviously, um, that relies on a certain amount of sponsorship from a few um, people along the way as well to to assist us to to bring it to the boards. Um, so we're always really grateful to all of those that contribute um, in that way as well um, because we couldn't just do it on our own. We're basically a bunch of volunteers who do this out of pure love of the of the art form and um, wanting to get it done. So this production has a, currently about 170 people working on it. So while we have, to have a cast of 40-odd, there is, you know, another 130-odd people at least behind the scenes who are contributing their time and their effort and their energy to it as well. And without their volunteer base, um, we couldn't make these things happen either. So we're, you know, extremely grateful to all of our volunteers. Um, and it's also kind of a, it's a really cool way for everybody to just um, spend time together and you get to meet people from... Um, you know, across the board that you wouldn't necessarily come across in your day-to-day life, your normal, regular life. So it's a really fabulous little community that, that comes out of these as well. And obviously the the end the end goal is that everybody has such a brilliant time that they can't wait to come back. So um, that's kind of what we're about and what we want to achieve for Wellington. So Sandy or Grant, what's the production like, Lamers? How much sort of planning? How much? You know, we all we all rock along, and we we come along to a you know a couple of hours of, of glorious entertainment where we thoroughly enjoy ourselves and and enjoy the performance that's being put on from the hard work from from the cast. But obviously, there's a lot more to it than that. How much planning and preparation, time wise, goes into something like this? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I can probably talk about the planning. So the planning right. for uh, the initial even discussions about us uh, bringing lamers to Wellington uh, started right back in 2019, actually during the season of lamers in Auckland. Right. So Sandy uh, and, uh, and we uh, met uh, and we built this vision. Sandy pulled together the, the trust down here, which I think is going to be hugely successful. Um, so that's the planning, um, but you know, you go right back to we had auditions many months ago um, through some challenges of COVID, etc. As we're all working with at the moment, but I I think it's really important for people to understand that this cast and crew um, literally give up uh, four months nearly of you know their family time and uh, their spare time to devote to these productions to get them to stage and bring them at a really high level. And I know as I myself as a director, I still always will keep pushing for more quality and more time, et cetera. But there's a balance. We, we know that people have to have their family time. They have to have their downtime, especially um, with COVID at the moment. But it's a huge amount of time. There's four months of very intense work to bring it to stage and during the, you know, the season as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing like getting to opening night and that sense of accomplishment where you've started with two people with an idea and you've brought another up to, up to 200 people along the way, you know, behind the scenes and mm -hmm. on stage and orchestras to get to that point where we go, we have got a wonderful show to share with people wow. and we love sharing it. Hmm. So Frankie, um, St. James, obviously there's been a huge change, you know, um, with um, updates and earthquake proofing, et cetera. What's mm. it like as a theatre for, for, a, for a performer like yourself? What's it like as a theatre to perform in? Oh, it's a, <laughs> well, there's no other experience like it in Wellington, that's for sure. Uh, it's funny uh, I was in the last production there, I think it was 96, before they shut it for their big right. rebirth. And then oh, I had the honour of being in the first production when they opened it. And then again, this time, I think we were maybe the third people in there. So I haven't yet been back in. So I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, getting back in there in a couple yeah. of weeks. But uh, certainly when I was, I don't know, 16 back uh yeah but prior to the big facelift it was it was almost quite freaky quite a freaky place to be all the dressing rooms were downstairs under the stage and then you had some that were up the sides and it was you know all those ghastly stories of ghosts and things um and i'll <laughs> that goes with all theaters doesn't it yeah yeah it was quite a scary place but it's um it's yeah it's really beautiful and uh all the dressing rooms and everything all the amenities everything's there and it's you know right in the heart of Wellington so it's a yeah I'm so excited that it's going to be open well that it is open again yeah yeah, yeah I think it's a great theatre I um was lucky enough on a recent birthday did a tour of the Civic Theatre in Auckland mm. and to go to go behind the stage and into the and you know dressing rooms and all the other things that you don't normally get to see um, it was a great experience so um 
hopefully we can get I know they had a tour of the um, St James when it opened a few weeks ago so hopefully we'll um, might be able to get something similar happening in Wellington with um, St James and maybe with um, you know one or two of the other theatres as well. Um, mm. At least yeah. you'll get on the stage with the uh, touch tour. You see, that's a, that's a good start. Oh, well, that's a definitely a good reason to come in early, then, isn't it? Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. even even the cobblestone pavement, you know, it's everything. It's all very exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I'm you, I'm really looking forward to because um, I think you know because of COVID, we've just had nothing really to go to for a for a while now, and being able to, I think I've. I've going to the ballet one week and then I'm coming to Les Mis, you know, almost um, a couple of weeks later. So I'll be um, getting a, a good dose of um, musicals. That's for sure. Uh, Cinderella is, is what I'm going to. So that will oh. be, uh, be great to go to as well. I, I hear great things. I hear great things about Cinderella. Oh. So uh, uh, you'll look forward to you'll you'll get two great shows in two weeks. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> I just need to make sure I can keep my keep myself away from that terrible c word. Oh. Yes, <laughs> correct. Careful of any fear of that continually. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Um, We've got a great performance coming up. It's going to be a great season from what I can gather. I think there's, um, as I said, you know, the extra seats that went on sale for the audio described performance, um, they've been snapped up as well. Are you doing a sign language performance at all? Uh, we are doing a sign language performance. It's in the second week of our season. Right. And um, I think that's on the Tuesday. I can't remember the exact right. date, but I... Yeah. Uh, yeah. 28th? 28th, I think it yeah. is. So um, Tuesday the 28th, uh, again, uh, we're really looking forward to doing right. that. Um, and we hope to be able to do this with all the performances in Wellington for the Capital Theatre Trust because it's just such a privilege to be part of. Um, and I know even the, you know, the audio describers I've worked with over the years and the sign language interpreters, mm -hmm. they love working particularly with our New Zealand cast because the New Zealand cast rather than the overseas cast really embrace yeah. um, being part of it and the experience. And I think it's just, yeah, it's a privilege. Look, if there's anything we can do to promote any of the performances, um, I know I'm in touch with um, Nicola and Paul on a regular basis. Yes. And so they always flick through emails. But if there's anything else that's coming up, um, whether it's for, you know, it's a sign language performance, yep. Um, only too happy to do what we can to promote um, because we want as many people to, you know, enjoy theatre as much as possible. And, you know, both capturing an audio description just opens so much um, entertainment, participation, being part of the community alongside everybody mm. else. And it means that, you know, most of us can go along to the theatre and not have someone else telling us what's happening or explaining something and being told to shh. <laughs> I've actually been in touch with the two uh, audio describers that are doing our Wellington performance as well and they also did the Auckland season and right. I know they they are very excited about coming down to yeah. Wellington to do it again so that, even that in itself you know is is a great thing right. well look thank you three of you for coming on to the show today we're going to close with another song now what are we going to listen to on the way out? Does anyone have a favourite that we can exit the show with? 
Well, just in the lamest theme, it would have to be one day more, surely. Or do one you hear day the people more. sing? Oh. <laughs> right. Well, let's go with let's go with let's hear the people sing. Yeah. Perfect. A celebration. <laughs> thank thank you all um grant frankie sandy thank you so much for being on the show um i for one certainly will be um there looking forward to it um you know standing on the um oh what do you call those things at the barricades, the barricades. yes at the barricades <laughs> that's it <laughs> up the revolution <laughs> Quite yeah. right. Yeah. Well, look, th thank you so much. And look, anytime if we can do anything to promote what's happening um, in the way of theatre, we're always keen to do so. Thank thanks, you baby. so much. Thanks. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join in our crusade who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that'll give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start with Some will fall and some will nibble you Stand up and take your chance The blood of the martyrs will water the meadows of France Do you hear the people sing Singing the song of angry men This is the music of a people Who must be slaves again When the beating of your heart Echoes the beating of the drums There is a life about to start And tomorrow That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.